there is only one voice of town view. This is the weekend. I'm Travis Scott. This is Drizzy. Trust me, at the top it isn't lonely. KSBM Radio. KSVM Radio, the voice of Townview. I'm Zuri. I'm Shay. I'm Chop. And I'm Mia. And this is the talk of Townview. So, Zuri, I guess. <laughs> On Tuesday, there'll be an H- HSHP gym ROTC meeting at 4.30 to 5.20 p.m. at SEM and GST at 6.30 p.m. On Wednesday, there'll be a PTCA Board meeting room in room 211 at 6.30 till 7.30. On Thursday, there will be a school leadership meeting from 7.30 to 11.30 a.m. and a BOC meeting from 4.25 to 4.55 p.m. On Friday, there is no school and it's Valentine's Day. On Monday, there is no school as well. On Tuesday, there is an SEM library meeting at 8 till 9 a.m. and a choir rehearsal from 4.20 to 6.30 p.m. On Wednesday, there's an SEM theater uh, meeting from 425 to 530 p.m., an HSHP gym meeting at 430 till 520 p.m., and a HOSA meeting in the theater from 430 to 530 p.m. Yes, and on Thursday, uh, on the 20th, there's a DNDA debate tournament, uh, a DISD at boot camp thing at 9 a.m., from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., a SEM robotics team up in room 132 from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And on Monday, the tw- on the 24th, which is a Monday, there's paperwork due for BOC. And there's a Townview Magnet Center technology meeting on Tuesday, which is a, which is the 25th. There's an HSHP library meeting from uh, at 8:45, I guess, until school starts. And then there's a SEM meeting in room 211 from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. And then there's a law tech meeting from 9.30 to 4 p.m. And there's HSHP gym ROTC meeting from 4.30 to 5.20 p.m. On Thursday, which is the 27th, there's a BOC meeting. There's an HSHP gym meeting in the gym at from at 5. At 4.30 to 5.20, there's a theater performance at 4.30 to 9 p.m. And on Friday, which is the 28th, there's a Duda 
MS meeting from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's very long. And there's a SBF African American program from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Who's attending that? Um, I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah. I haven't seen a, a town views uh, Black History programs at all since I've been here. Yeah. I, I didn't even know we had those, but I know that a lot of kids are gonna like try to go just to skip class. <laughs> try, they're gonna miss the entire purpose of the program. True. So, yeah. Wait, so it's starting, that's a long program, know, right? that's a really long program, but I think I'm going to check it out since I know about it now, because I never knew. Yeah, there's one every year. Oh. I went to it last year and it was like a lot of music. And that's really, it was cool. cool? Yeah, it's cool. But we have no school on Monday and Friday. Does anyone have plans? I just plan to rent a bunch of movies and watch them all. Same. Actually, I started watching... Since the Oscars, um, Parasite, oh, that movie, yeah. it's actually getting kind of good. Like, it's really good. And then I, I think I'm just gonna binge watch a whole bunch of Disney stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, wait, y'all talking about Valentine's Day? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, um, we already know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be able to go downtown and take someone to like very nice. Dinner, or you have what to make. Money? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have money. I have money. Sure. Like, y'all probably gonna split the bill. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then after that, um, I've been watching the, the new um, series on Netflix called Lock and Key or something like that. It's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, I'll just finish that thing. I'm like on the third episode. What about you, Zuri? Um, The Boys. Tell the Boys up. Loved. It's not, oh, it just came out today. That. Oh yeah, I already started. Speak this before. I definitely don't want to watch that. But thank you guys for tuning in and uh, for the listening to us for the Talk of Town View. Make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms and use all our hashtags and come back for the next segment. Our hits have you saying? Oh, my, my, my. Your hits. This is KSBM Radio, the voice of Townview. Hey guys, welcome back to the uh, KSBM Radio, <laughs> the voice of Townview. So for our for today's hot topic, we'll be talking about how does ethnic adoption affect children. Um, so basically, what is ethnic adoption or transracial adoption? Interracial adoption refers to the act of placing a child of one race or ethnic group with an adoptive parent of another race or ethnic group. Interracial adoption is not inherently the same as transcultural or international adoption. So, um, basically, it's just um, when a family of another race adopts another child from another country that has different ethical and racial background. Mm -hmm. But um, anyways, how do you guys think it affects the children? Uh, honestly, I could have sworn we were talking about animals. Um, I'm sorry. So uh, yeah, um, I don't really think it affects children. The children, like I feel like if you get into a home I could have sworn we were talking about animals today. <laughs> That's what I thought. Because I thought, I thought, okay, anyway. I don't think it um, affects the children because, like, they're already grateful to be getting adopted into a home. But I know that a lot of families 
that do adopt children from other races, like they're not treated as well as um the like the the kids that are already like a part of the family, but that have already been mm-hmm. born. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. Then, um, but like many uh, families struggle with the question um do white adoptive parents help their children because um i don't know if you guys know but white couples are the is a race that adopts children more than any other race they actually it's 19 not 19 but 59 percent of them are uh, white families and the question is do when a child is adopted into a different race besides their own, are they able to grow as a person and know how to you know uh, identify themselves because mm-hmm. they grown up seeing this and a lot of them that I've seen when I researched, a lot of them have said, I thought I was that race, but when they told me that I was adopted or whatever, or when I go out into sus- go into society, I learned something else, you know, and that could be like kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, I think that um, just being um, uh, being adopted is uh, should only be based on feeling loved and feeling part of the family. But I feel like once that kid goes out into the real world and to society, that's when they start having questions and like identity issues. Yeah, to say um, maybe I don't belong here because of my background. Yeah. Yeah, I read this one case where this girl, she lived in a town where it was mainly um, white people. Um, or, yeah, and her parents, she's adopted, her parents were white, and she was Korean. But every time, because she was surrounded by this looking people that are white, um, she forgot at times that she was Korean. And then until somebody looked at her or questioned her, um, she would be like, oh, right, I'm not white, I'm Korean. Um, or at least I have part of me that is Korean, which right. caused her to be like, I don't know what I really am then, right? Do I like, myself? And then imagine, like, you're adopted into a different family. Yes, you're a different race, but essentially you have different cultures, and you have to learn that on your own because they probably don't know it as much as you. And it's probably hard for the adopt adoptive parents or what, yeah, whatever they mm-hmm. call it, but it's hard for them because... Like, imagine if you're a white family and you adopt an African child and you have to learn how to do their hair, um, you know, just cater to them and help them move through society because you have to prepare for that. Yeah, and then uh, the question comes in with adoptive parents that is like, do I accustom with what the child is used to or do I be myself and continue? Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, continue. I get what you're saying. Mm, the normal things that right. you would yeah, yeah uh, a problem that a lot of kids go through is that like their parents wait so long to tell them that they're adopted yeah so that it's like they'll go their whole, their whole lives thinking um this is my family and this is where I come from and then just to find out that your mother is not your mother well, yeah. she is your mother, but yeah. not like, you know. So when do you think is a good time to tell that kid? I feel like a good time is like when they're old enough to understand, when you feel like they've matured enough to understand. So like maybe around the age of like... Five, six? Nah, not five. I would say like... Seven? Yeah, seven or seven. eight. Seven or eight. Yeah. 
Um, but just to speak some facts, um, today more than 40% of adoptions are transracial in nature, according to a recent survey from the Department of Health. Um, this is up from 28% in 2004. And I don't know who, if you like seen it, but you know how um, actor, what's her name? Angelina. Angelina, after, you know, that was in tabloids and everything in the media, people started to do that just to be like, I, I adopted this kid mm -hmm. from a progressive. Yeah. yeah, they're definitely trying to be in tune with you know celebrities. Mm -hmm. I guess. But um, children are adopted privately from the United States are more likely to be white. Um, basically, saying that it's less likely for a black kid or Asian kid to be adopted than you know a white kid. They have more of a chance. And that's kind of traumatizing, yeah. I guess. You get PS, uh, what is that, PSD? PTSD. PTSD, sorry. You get PTSD from that, just seeing how your peers are getting adopted mm -hmm. around you and you're not, yeah. I guess. Mm -hmm. I read that it's also more likely that Hispanics or Asians are adopted than, adopted than the black kids. It's yeah. even more like you're already seeing not just the minority minority group be adopted, but now it's, you aren't being adopted either. Yeah, and you see that's a problem in society where people have, um, uh, I don't like When people um, can't accept that they could, they could be families of different races. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also read something where it was like age is a factor. So it's like a oh, kid, yeah, definitely. You know, like a like a baby is more likely yeah. to get adopted than like a twelve year old or thirteen year old. That sucks. And I think we we need to fix our adoptive yeah. and foster care system before anything because you know, yeah. But um, some things that are good about um transracial um, adoptees is like that they're able to get more opportunities I guess and you know probably where they come from or where they're at because the mm -hmm. system is so broken I bet they get better education better <coughs> better you know ways to express themselves and I think that when um you know, those parents adopt them, they're able to just do more things. And that's a good thing about being a transracial, you know, adopt child, you know? Yeah. I read that one of, another way that it affected kids being adopted in the transracial um, adopted home is that they can get insecurities because there are so many people around them who ask their parents or ask themselves, are you, is this your daughter? Is this your mother? Is this, did you birth this child? Um, what are you, like, there's this one question that I didn't even think was being asked, um, but it was how much did she cost or how much did he cost? Mm -hmm. Which is like, you never think of it being right. like a thing to be priced because it's right. a person. Right. So like modern day slavery, you're like, you're being involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they make it seem like. Yeah. And definitely um, one of the challenges about adopting a different race from you is like, um, I guess that wherever that child is from, where they're from, like, it becomes negatively perceived because 
say you're from Africa, they're like, oh, I'm this poor child. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody wants them. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, especially, I don't know if y'all seen those, like, commercials late at night, but they make it seem like there is just, like, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. you're mm-hmm. adopted and you come here, they just, yeah. they put all of that on you. They ask questions. Mm-hmm. They ask. They just treat you differently than if you were from yeah. America. A good yes. example is the TV show Jesse. Yeah. One of the kids was said to be rescued and their the parents were they were white and they were celebrities but they weren't even around. Yeah. And they would just say that he said that he was so thankful for them, even though they weren't around, but that he's he was saved mm-hmm. from where he was from. Yeah. yeah. Um definitely what were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just kidding. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that I think that it's important for those adoptive parents to talk to, talk to their child about where they come mm-hmm. from and make sure that they feel at ease about their race mm-hmm. because it definitely gets tough in society, especially mm-hmm. when you grow up. And I think that one of another challenge about being um an interracial adoptive like that you probably they probably get bullied more yeah. than any other kid you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of scary i guess mm-hmm. yeah and the way that parents handle um the way to try and uh, teach their kids about their race i feel like that should also be a way uh, that should be a discussion because i i read that a one a type of parent who has the color blindness, which means that they don't really see color, they yeah. just see the kid as a kid, that that might at points not be right because then you're in a way teaching the kid that there's something about you that must that has to change but can't change mm-hmm. in order for society to accept you. Mm-hmm. Which I would like in a way, like color blindness is um, I see it as a good thing, you know, see a person as a person, not their color. But then again, um, if the kid wants to learn their uh, background or where they really are from, I feel like you should know how to teach them and not just be like, oh, you're just a person. Yeah, because that's just um, taking away their yeah. background and their history from them. Yeah, definitely. But there was a, a story because, um, like I brought up before, um, if you're um, a different race and you probably adopted like an African kid, you probably don't know how to take care of their hair mm-hmm. or their skin or, you know, just because it's different from you. Yeah. Um, there was a story about how um, a woman started, you know, a program to help those mothers and fathers who adopted kids like that so that they can be comfortable in who they are. Yeah and teach them how to just take care of their kid, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Just so that they can grow up in a society where they just feel comfortable. Yeah, I think those programs are good for parents who want to adopt, but they know that they can't really um, do what is necessary for the kid. Mm -hmm. So if they take those programs or go to the program, they'll be able to at least um, learn the basics on how to help their kid. And it must be tough for that kid because, you know, you stand out so much. Mm -hmm. You're never not in the the limelight, I guess. And so there's so much pressure on you to be upkept and 
like the world because everything is on you, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And at the same time, you're trying to fit in with the people that you love, the ones that took you in, but then also you can't ignore the fact that you're different. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it's that after seeing, you know, different people adopt, like celebrities mm -hmm. adopt kids from different races, it definitely became a big deal mm -hmm. to for them to try to fit in. Mm -hmm. And I think that at that time, it's just like, for them to fit in and then are they really trying to teach that kid how to grow up in a good place? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about um, transracial um, adopting, would you guys, although it's a personal question, would you guys uh, think about adopting a kid from a different race? Uh, well, you know. Um, I think I would definitely consider it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, I like, I just, I'm the type of person that would like to help. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah. I don't want to go through birth, like, <laughs> doing that. So, that's a, it's a good mm -hmm. option. Yeah. Definitely trying to help somebody and then benefiting. You get a kid, a nice, special life in your house, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I would adopt a kid from another race. Hmm. Yeah, I just don't think I would do that. But there's like certain sort of, there's certain circumstances under that I would have to be in in order for me to adopt a kid in general. True. And in, in, in my opinion, so like I would have to be single, you know, because <laughs> I just I would just want to be. Like, I actually fine. don't think they would that happen. Yeah, they can't have a no. They have to go home. There was a movie though where a parent was single, but I don't know because I have read that you have to be married in order to adopt. Yeah. But I don't know, based on a movie that I saw, there was this one parent who was single. Wait, what about Annie? Like, I thought he wasn't... Was he? Annie? He? <laughs> Annie, like the guy that adopted Annie, the rich dude. I thought he was like... Oh, but... Maybe it's... I thought he was single. Wasn't he? He was, yeah. I think so. But I like... Think, what? But like, he was like really rich, so... Uh, but yeah, like um, I think they should change that. Like you, you, you don't have to have like uh, an entire family just for you to adopt, just for you to adopt. I think they're just doing that because you know they want them to grow up in a traditional family, especially coming from where they come from. Yeah. And they also want to make sure that the family or the person adopting them is stable enough to not just um, take care of themselves, but also a child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, um, wow. <laughs> uh, if y'all were to adopt a kid, how old would y'all think y'all would have to be? Um, my age? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't think it really depends on age. I think it's just if you're ready, if you're prepared, especially if they're a different yeah. race, mm -hmm. you have to know their culture. Then yeah. just be accepting of who they are yeah. from their age and all the way to their background. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of good-hearted, adopted parents out there, but they just aren't prepared for yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And they go in not knowing mm -hmm. what entails with that kid. Um, 
I think there was this movie. Um, there was a movie. It was like a play. It was based off a play, but um, these two parents had, I think, adopted this black kid, but one was white and one was black, and the white they had gotten divorced, and the white parent had, he wasn't really in tune with the child's black side of his, like, of his race. And so he had gotten to know, like, hip-hop and hanging out with black kids because before he was in lacrosse, a predominantly white sport, <laughs> and hanging out with white kids. But when he got into that, it was just like, he didn't know what to do, and yeah. his kid was in a in a identity crisis, so he was getting in trouble with the cops and stuff, and he ended up getting, you know, killed and stuff. But like, it's, um, yeah, it just comes with identity issues, issues, and just being taught the way <laughs> society perceives you. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that you have to adapt to that, but it's just understanding that part. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was about to say something. Um, back to your question, I think the uh, at what age you would adopt. I I for sure want to adopt a baby, but then at the same time, based on how badly the older kids are treated, I would also want to adopt either a five or even ten year old kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you think you would do foster care? Yeah. I feel like I would. Like, at first, I've always wanted to have only two kids, but then the more I think about it, I think I might have four. Mm. <laughs> and then after that, after they grow up. I would start like a foster care kind of system. Yeah, I definitely would want to contribute to that mm -hmm. that system, being how bad it is. Yeah, um, just trying to help because they are treated poorly. They aren't paid attention to. Yeah, yeah, they really aren't. And a lot of kids like they hate growing up in orphanages. But um, um, I feel like there are people out there who wouldn't buy. I'm tripping. I'm sorry. But I feel like there are people out there who wouldn't who wouldn't like get get a kid from an orphanage because of like money circumstances. Like they don't want to spend their money. And then we have Mr. Smith who was like the bachelor of black of bachelors who said that um kids are like they cost millions every year. True. And I kinda believe that. So like I feel like a lot of people I feel like a lot of people wouldn't like want it adopt a kid. That's just kids in general. And then same back to what you said about um, teenagers not being adopted mm -hmm. that much. I was thinking of over that but it's like babies also need the most attention, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's like a reason why they're adopted the most. Mm -hmm. And also they want to have like spend, like if it yeah. was like a, a their, own, yeah. their own child yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be yeah. raised since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Definitely. <laughs> Then some people go as far as stealing kids. You know? Oh, yeah. So just Don't like, do that. If you're going to steal a kid, you might as well go adopt a kid, man. But you know? it's pretty costly. Like, to adopt a kid? Yeah. Uh, I could. I thought it was free when I was younger. No, I did too, but it's not. Wow. I think it's like you, ha you have a adoptive fee and like what um, social media was saying. It's a long process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That doesn't justify going and stealing kids, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they want to make sure that they'll be able to sustain the life of the adopted kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, guys, this segment is over. Um, follow KSBM underscore TVT on Instagram and Twitter. KSBM Radio on Facebook. KSBM Radio underscore TVT on Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> go search us at anchor.fm KSBM Radio. And don't forget to use the hashtags KSBM We Live, SBM Family Matters, and SBM Tyree. Tune in to our next segment. Definitely. Valentine's Day, what should I get my lady friend? How long have you been together? For, for a while. A nice, a nice while. Uh, I don't know. How much money you got? <laughs> I kind of want to say... 
Um, I think I know this lady, <coughs> but I think she would like food. Food, yeah. With balloons. Don't forget the balloons. Why balloons? Because it's like, it takes a space, so it looks like super big, but they don't cost that much. No. And then <laughs> it's like fun to take pictures with. Why? Why is the relationship just about pictures? Maybe <laughs> they want to keep memories. No. I don't want balloons. Wait, I don't even have anybody now. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, unfortunately, guys, this is the end of the Love Doctor, and tune in for our next segment, which is somewhat the Love Doctor. <laughs> yeah. You were listening to KSBM Radio. It's my station. The voice of Townview as we broadcast live from Townview Magnet Center in Dallas, Texas. Dallas. Great conversation, great music, all from a student's perspective. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at KSBM underscore TVT, Facebook at KSBM Radio, and Snapchat at KSBM Radio underscore TVT. Hey guys, it's KSBM Radio, the voice of Townview, and we are back with our segment... Can teenagers be in love? Love Doctor Part Two. Okay, so you start. Do you think yes or no? My simple answer is no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's in between. Yeah, okay. yeah, I agree. Mine is yes. Yeah, uh, mine is like no and yes. <laughs> it's depending on the person because mm-hmm. they might not be mature enough. True. Yeah. It really does depend on the person, but for me, it's no yes because. Um, just like you're a kid, you know, you still have so much ahead of you. But I think that with teenagers unruly, you know, hormones and everything, and they just doing whatever comes in the head without thinking, I think teenagers can be in love, but it's not that real love yet. Mm-hmm. It's just that little puppy love, I guess. Uh, um, I feel like if you're in a toxic relationship and y'all are saying y'all love each other, I feel like it's puppy love. But if you're in a relationship where like you're kind of getting serious and it's like you've been together for a couple of years, then I can, I guess yeah. you can say it's it's real love. But it's also like a lesson as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely. So yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, there are there are there are a lot of puppy loves out there like. I was in middle school, okay, story time. I was in middle school, and I was with a girl, and we had just started dating, and Shorty was already talking about Shorty. marriage. <laughs> she was talking about marriage. Yes, yes, like, I was, I was I, like, what? I actually had a similar experience. He was already asking me, like, how many kids we were. <laughs> I, I was not for it, but Zuri, why did you say yes? Um, I don't know. Uh, I just feel like People, there's there's teenagers that can be in that level of maturity that mm-hmm. can understand what the meaning of love is, and I feel like it could be mutual and just mm-hmm. yeah, possible. Mm-hmm. I said I'll say it's not common, but it is possible. Yeah. yeah, there are success stories, you know, of those high school sweethearts that grow up and get married. I feel like those are the unhappiest relationships, though. Really? Why? I don't know. It's just like... They don't get enough experience. Exactly. You don't, like, experience other relationships, other people, other types of people. 
So you're just stuck in this forever yeah. and ever. Definitely. And then um, I know when I go to college, I was kind of planning on, you know, being like single, I guess. Because uh, I wanted to. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want to like free roam around, you know, mm-hmm. dip and dabble here and there, you know. But uh, those plans, <laughs> those plans have been ruined. So yeah, <laughs> but it's cool though. I'm not even tripping. Uh-huh. You wouldn't have it any other way, right? Right. So, yeah. are you gonna break up her? No. Well, does um, it depend? We already kind of discussed this. We already said like. In college, if we do decide to break up, then maybe we'll get back together after college. But then again, that's not like a guarantee because, like, she already knows. But, like, that's not, like, guaranteed, though, because, like, what if we do end up finding different people and, like, we actually do fall in, like, serious love? So I was like, I let you go your way, you let me go my way, then we'll just chill. And then maybe at the parties we can bump it oh, wow. here and oh. here. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, why get in that type of relationship if you just ultimately know what's going to happen in the end? Though? Yeah, yeah, I understand. That's kind of what we were talking about, too. I don't know. It's yeah, some people just want the experience, even if it's just for a little True. bit. Yeah. I know there's definitely times, especially for Zuri, you know, <laughs> where you just long for that type of attention, I guess. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think that I think that some couples in high school, especially those icky, nasty couples in the hallway, <laughs> they're always you know messing around. I think they can be in love if they want it to. But like, I don't know. I don't think it's just ultimately gonna last. Yeah. So, is it real? No. Which is why. <laughs> Which is why the question: Should you date for like in for marriage, like dating mm-hmm. someone, expecting to get married to them? And I say no because one, you're probably just dating them to see if you like what type of person you like. Mm-hmm. Which is why I don't think you should. The question: You should only date if you want to marry that person. That's actually a good topic. Um, That'd be a good topic. I think that you, should, in my opinion, I feel like you should date someone that has the the qualities of being like marriage material but not with having in mind like oh this is the person i'm gonna marry Mm -hmm. could it be me i feel like (laughs) i don't think i think you should kind of just like date for fun and by fun i don't mean like go out and just like have sexual intercourse with everybody i feel like you should just kind of meet new people you know and like experience different types of relationships because you learn from stuff like that so then that way you know what type of person yeah and there's just so many different types of people out there you can't be well, for most people, you can't be stuck with just one. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say something, but then I forgot. <laughs> it was going to be a really Would you date for marriage? No. Why? Not Especially not now, being yeah, a yeah. teenager. Like, um, that shouldn't be something in mind. You're still a kid. You still have so much ahead of you. At least I think so. Um... So I think that you should date for fun. But also, there's double standards. Mm-hmm. I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> that is really tough. Tough that men or 
boys essentially can go out and okay. date for fun and mess around with everybody else while girls they have to stick down and just stay with one person I guess they can't roam the bunch like boys can because there's definitely a stigma in society where um, if you do and you're a female you will be called things that aren't nice yeah, but I feel like if you get to a point where you just like you're comfortable with what you're doing as a as a girl, mm-hmm. then it shouldn't really be a problem, even though um, society makes it look like it is. Yeah, true. Yeah, and there are like two things that are like really bad to be known for. The first is like smelling bad in public, and the second is like wait. <laughs> yeah, it's like horrible to be known as a stinky person oh, to true. me. And then, like, the second is, like, being that, like, that you're that person that everybody knows. Messes around. Yeah, messes around. So it's like, yeah, it is kind of like an iffy situation. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for for different genders. But if you want to do what you got to do. Yeah. Or do what you want to do, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Especially in college, man. Go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I think that with teenagers, I think that the excitement around the relationship is kind of based around my parents don't know, or um, just that not old enough to date. Right, because I I don't think I can. I really don't know. I haven't asked. Mm-hmm. So if you're like old enough to date, mm-hmm. but. I think that for most, it's kind of that excitement, like, it's a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have fun. It's like that adrenaline rush. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we've never had that. It's okay, though. (laughs) Yeah, if you're in high school, get a date, because, you know, prom is going to be coming up. You don't want to go by yourself and then be that person. You know, it's okay to go by yourself. (laughs) I'm going with my friends, you know. It's okay to go by yourself. You know, you get to be with your friends for, like, a long time, (laughs) and you get to... (laughs) <laughs> with people you know and it's not really a big deal you know it really it, I agree it's not really a big deal yeah. go alone if you want to go with your friend if you want to like it shouldn't just be why do you say that though I don't know like I just kind of find it lame like what's your point of going to prom if you're not gonna be with the person to be with your class to okay okay I understand that Okay. And then you go out after and you go in the restaurant and, you know, eat and stuff after. Or the after party. Sure. <laughs> the after party. If somebody has an after party for a problem, I'm going to go. Hit me up. <laughs> but definitely. Thank you. That's it for our segment, Can Teenagers Be In Love? Follow us on all our social media platforms and use <coughs> our hashtags. Use anchor.fm and look us up at KSB Radio, the voice of town for you. Thank you. KSBM Radio. Guys, we're back. It's KSBM Radio, the voice of town with you. And we're in our new segment. No, continuing. Top 10. Yep. New uh, edition. Top 10 Power Couple. Yes. yes. Valentine edition. But, um, let's get started on this list. Number 10. Uh, it is John and Emily. I don't even know who that is. John and Emily. <laughs> the couple played Quiet Place. Oh, okay, okay. That's nice. 
That's nice. That's it. <laughs> they, really, they really did show each other love and while being quiet. Like, it was kind of crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they had to put on earphones to, like, dance together and stuff. It was, it was funny. It was cute. I think they're really cute. Um, They they look like they match each other well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have two daughters. That's cute. They do? Yeah. And they have a son, right? Yeah. I could have sworn they had a son. <laughs> okay, number nine is uh, Nick and Pri- Priyanka. 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 And Nick is from the Jonas Brothers. Who's Priyanka? His wife. <laughs> <laughs> Very ethnic name. Yeah, Priyanka is actually an actress. I know. Is she? Yes, oh, she is. What, okay. what, what, what show or movie? Huh? I want to call Baywatch. Baywatch? <laughs> What's Baywatch? Watch? The movie? She sounds like she'll be like from Oakland or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's from, I think she's Middle Eastern. Indian. She's Indian. Number eight, we have Shakira and. Pique. Pique. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually my favorite. Um, I know, I think they have the same birthday and they're 10 years apart. Shakira is 10 years older than him. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Like that type of age gap. I I feel like if you're 60 and the person you're with is 50, that's fine. Cause y'all both live through a lot. But if you're like 30 and the person you're dating is 20, I don't know about that. Oh well, she's 40 and he's 30, and he's the soccer player. Mm, get a Shakira. And they're, they're, I think they have like three kids. Dang, three kids, I think so. Yeah, yeah. she was really moving it at the Super Bowl. <laughs> you wouldn't think. <laughs> and I think she actually just recently said that she doesn't want to get married cause, because she wants to. She wants him. They're not married. No, mm-hmm. she wants him to think that. Um, like there could be a chance of splitting. Yeah, kind of like she wants him like, to know that. Yeah, like <laughs> just kind of keep him like. On his yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Know that it's not like. Okay, yeah, no, not forever, but like. Yeah, just just yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, our number seven is Kim K and Kanye. My 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 favorite personal. They found God. Kanye, that's my man. He's been my man since day one. Uh, from a uh, college dropout all the way to what was his last song? I think it was uh. uh what, no. what was it? Um, life like this is what you crack. It was something something like that. I can't remember. But uh, yeah, I, I like those two, especially Kim. No. <laughs> No, I don't really, um, I think it's weird. <laughs> like, you would never think they would be together. True, but I feel like their love developed throughout the, the throughout the years, especially with their kids. And they have a fat fridge. Like, it's a walk-in. <laughs> a fat fridge. Um, did y'all see that video where she was like, she doesn't even use the swimming pool? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he was, she was like, because we don't have a jacuzzi. She, she looks like she doesn't swim. Right. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, next is Beyonce and Jay-Z. Even though Jay-Z, there's rumors that he had cheated on Beyonce. They're one of the most powerful couples to ever know. I think they should not be at number six. I yeah, think they I should agree. be, like, number two. Yeah. They've been they've been around for some time. They've been yeah. around since, like, I was born, maybe. Like, And they've both gotten famous, like, off of each other, too. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, a good 20 years, maybe? Mm-hmm. Have y'all seen their net worth? That's a power couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's like Lucius and Cookie. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Next is 
Chrissy and John Legend. Chrissy T. Wasn't that Chrissy T? Yeah. She has a fat face. <laughs> uh, she is pretty though. She's pretty. And I think John Legend was like elected for like the sexiest man. Alive. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think they just a lot of people were against that. Yeah, I think they just put random men on there sometimes. Did you see their Super Bowl commercial? Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Uh, I just think that for his um his sexiest man in the world, I think that. They're now basing it off personality. Too. Yeah, the, he said that it was then actually like actually like physical wise. It was yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah, because they just put random men on there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number four, it is Sierra and Russell Wilson. Now Russell Wilson got elected for a sexiest man alive Shit too. Shit, don't mind. And then I saw a meme where it was like, uh, <laughs> he looks like. <laughs> He looks like he's a part of different cultures when he switches his hair and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I like his hair now. It's long and cute. Yeah. But, like, I think them together, um, isn't she pregnant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they're cute. Um, next we have Jada and Will Smith, the uh, swingers themselves. Oh. They have been they have been around for a while. I heard Will Smith say that when they first started dating, Jada Pickett, she like threw a fit in front of their t- company. I guess they were having a party. She was like hitting them and cussing. And Will Smith, he grew up in a house full of like violence because mm-hmm. his dad was always being his mom. Mm-hmm. So he took her to the room. He was like, "Don't you ever do that again. You my wife." You gonna love me? I'm gonna love you. We ain't gonna cuss no more. She was like, "Okay." Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said that. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and they're just like, like um, race wonderful children. Yes. yes. Willow, Jaden, Tyson. Um, yeah. what's the other one's name? Uh, Will. No. I think he's a Will Junior. Uh-huh. Probably is, but uh, yeah. Um, Jane, super talented dude. Love your music, bro. You and Tyler, bro. Y'all are like my idols, man. I'm going to be 1,000% honest. But uh, <laughs> next is Megan and Harry. I, I, I agree with that. I agree with this. He he right down, He left the whole empire for her. Yeah. And he'd be swinging, swinging her hair back forward like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cute. And, like, he sticks up for her all the time. Like, that's a power mm-hmm. couple, of, especially when you guys support each other. And also in the royalty, royal family that doesn't really have color. Exactly. And now for number one, we have Michelle and Barack Obama. Definitely. Love you guys. They came from, they were basically normal citizens to White House owners the next day. Like, it was like. Yes. I mean, that's power. Yeah, he, Obama, uh, uh, my bad. Obama, he went through a lot of our stuff. He put up with a lot of our bull crap. And he aged. He still aged pretty good. Yeah, he kind of looks the same. Yeah, because yeah. people say that presidents age twice as fast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As when they're in presidents. Yeah, Donald Trump ain't aged a bit. Still look the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. wow. <laughs> uh, we should have put him in Ivanka. No. no, that's his daughter. But was he wrong? Um, so honorable mentions are Diera and Ken YouTube. I don't watch them. It was just something from production. Oh, I seen a lot of pictures on social media of them. Yeah. They have, like always have like photos. They're always on vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but they're cute. But thank you guys for tuning into the show. That is the end. Make sure you guys come back next week. Um, follow us on all our social media platforms and use all our hashtags. Look us up on Anchor.fm, KSBM Radio. Come back on YouTube. Thank you guys. We'll never really leave you. We'll be back same time, same place next week.